Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drink and Think podcast. I'm your host, Jared, and with me is my co-host, Adam. So, frankly, what we're going to cover is three topics, and the three topics that we have this week are, frankly, that's just your opinion, uh, the other one is FitFest, and the last one is What the Duck. So, the first one is, frankly, that's just your opinion. This is where we talk about movies, TVs, basically whatever we're feeling this week, what we like, what we don't like. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get started with that. So you are very interested. You have a very high opinion of Elon Musk and Tesla. So Yes, I do. <laughs> now, to start off, I mean, as you can see in the stock markets, stock markets are hitting a natural like or unnatural high, mm -hmm. which they haven't seen in a long or forever, which people are like, oh, this is just a, like a fit for right now and it's going to get hit and go straight down as the opinion section i <laughs> love tesla tesla is just like my dream that i want to have someday i want to have Why, a tesla. like so you is it just elon musk in general or is it the car like is there something specific that you like about the car so much well okay so originally it was just the car and mm. the car was the thing that attracted me i was like oh there's no way an electric car can be this fast right uh, this like fuel like technically fuel efficient but like and then as when you do more research into it or at least i did you start to notice that this guy is a legit genius like he he first came out with like electric car came out with it started hitting the market it, it didn't start <laughs> off well did it at all no it didn't but <laughs> but once it started getting good it wasn't enough for him so therefore he's like you know what i'm gonna do something else i'm gonna be like i'm gonna oh i'm gonna do like um solar panels or for example he just wants to like get into software right next thing you know he's like oh i got this electric car and software still not enough i'm gonna right. do like self-driving so right. therefore self-driving car therefore next next thing you know it it just turns into more and more of oh you know i got this self-driving car and you know we're new cars coming out i got this new truck coming out that looks awesome i think right it took a second to like filter in and be like ah, you know i don't know if i like it but now it's like oh i really want it are you talking about that the new electric truck that they have the thing that looks like a like a block like a brick it literally has Bad so ass. hard you like it yes i don't uh, know how i feel about it because i, I saw know a person that doesn't well, okay at first there was a lot of people that was like oh, i don't like it yeah because I, it looks like something out of a 64-bit game from back in like 1990 or something the thing is a literal <laughs> made out of rocket ship material okay but also in that same presentation at that conference whatever that they were having with elon musk the presentator was supposed to throw what a metal ball or something at the window and it was supposed to be bulletproof window and it cracked the glass Put it, put this, okay, I gotta, you have to listen to me on this one, because, okay, I'm listening, so, hear this, they don't spend any money on advertising, they don't spend one dollar on advertising, well, yeah, it's just by word of mouth, exactly, so, they took a video before the segment of the same ball, mm -hmm. the same everything, throwing at the glass, not breaking, now, whenever they go out on the stage and they throw it, of course they're expecting people to be like, oh my god, this unbreakable glass just broke. Like, mm. look at this. So it's a publicity stunt, it basically. Is, it is, exactly. Because he, 
he is like I'm going back to. He's such a genius. He knows that people are going to be like, oh, yeah. There's going to be more hype for it if they claim something and it doesn't do the something that exactly. it claimed to do. Exactly. Therefore, he knows that it's going to get more publicity. Okay. Just think, if that thing did not break, how many people would have actually? I mean, a lot of people would have heard of it, but there would be a lot of people that wouldn't have heard about it if. Because like, people would have just been like, oh, it's a bulletproof glass. It did what it's supposed to do. But the fact that it's like. You heard, like, oh, that was all I heard about for a while was there's this bulletproof glass on this new Elon Musk Tesla truck, and it didn't do what it was supposed to do. It was all over Twitter and everything. So, like, I get I get that part, that it, the, it's kind of a publicity stunt because you're saying, yeah, there's this thing that's supposed to do something, and then it didn't end up doing it. So it's like, yeah, it's a publicity stunt. But, but they had video beforehand that they were doing it the same even harder than what they did on on stage yeah and it didn't break but could it not just be then can people just think that oh that's just like a hoax or something like it's not actually real video because like that's the worry that i would have if i was elon musk is that like yeah i understand that it's a good publicity stunt but if you put out the video afterwards of it doing what it's supposed to do people could just be like oh it's an edited video because that's all we see these days is like Edit Photoshop videos, Photoshop uh, pictures and stuff. Like, but this one's coming directly from Elon Musk himself. And you know he has too high of a, like, more, not like a priority, but like, he just has too much of a pride to not do something like that. Yeah, I, Plus, I mean, okay, I guess. Look at, anyway, look at everything else he's promised. He's promised so many things, and so far everything that he's been saying he's going to do actually comes true. Like, name one thing. So, for example, the rocket, like, landing the, I think, oh, the rocket thrusters. Yeah. People are like, oh, that's going to be impossible. Well, he did it. Like, yeah, it took a lot of tries, but, I mean, do you see any other company or any other? I mean, there's NASA? a couple There's a couple companies getting out there that are getting ready to do stuff like Only that. Only because they put themselves out there to be, like, the person. Like, okay, for, for example, it's not, like, he promised, but, like, just... Tesla itself, like the company, is mm -hmm. so far in front of everyone else, autom automaker-wise, right. that they're 10 years ahead of anyone. This this coming, they said, June? June? Yeah. June um, is supposed to have its uh, like self-driving technology complete. They already came that out That scares with, the shit out of me, by the way. I don't know if I trust that or not. I've already ridden in two teslas that does that and you trust the automated or like the autopilot Dude, on the highway will send stuff. something like three cars ahead like if they slam their brakes tesla's already slowing down and you're like wondering why and then you realize you're like oh people three cars ahead already slam their brakes mm -hmm. it's just nuts like i'm a programmer so i know exactly how these things are working right. i'm like okay i and i'm not an expert in any sense of the imagination when it comes to this stuff but it does amaze me. Like, yes, I hate to say this, but, like, things have to happen in order for it to get patched. Like, as mm. in, like, so, like... Oh, software. like finding bugs in the system. Like, yes. the only way it can happen is by seeing an actual bug occur. Yes. So, for example... Like the exploding batteries. Well, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count that as a bug, but at the same it's time... That's an issue, though, that they had to... At least solve. Yeah, but let's put it this way. Any other car company or any other thing would be that way. So regardless, it's going to have that. Right. But 
for this is just tech like software related and like you're not gonna be able to capture everything like yeah people are like oh you should know this well me as a software developer I know that you could put all your hard work out there you can have other people test it the way they are supposed to test it mm -hmm. covering every test test case that there is out there and there will be something out there that something somewhere deep in the system you're like oh I didn't didn't see that because didn't I mean that. you're talking about like this is hindsight's always twenty twenty. yeah but in other words uh, the update that they came out with recently right it shows exactly what it's going to be doing once it comes out it it has already so like for example if you come up to a stoplight it's going to show the stoplight and mm -hmm. be like okay so this is red this is where we're stopping this is what we're doing right and so already they're showing that this promised stuff is going to happen and but so like people were explaining the other day that the tesla ran was on autopilot and ran into two police cars yeah i heard about that <laughs> so for example uh the all so we, they took a sample size of five billion miles driven by mm -hmm. the uh, autonomous driving by tesla compared to five billion miles compared to a normal person okay it's already safer to do the autonomous making way less errors than the yes. human driver is by a long shot you're talking about a lot of people wrecking compared to autonomous already so you're saying like people now this is a long ways away but it's going to be safer driving on autonomous than it will be actually with someone driving unless I, unless we get into a case where we have something like terminator and the ai's in them become self-sentient and realize that humanity is nothing but bad but that but that's just a sci-fi thing right now oh, we're not necessarily worried about that okay for one it's gonna always be sci-fi uh, yeah as a i hate to go back to me as a programmer but <laughs> But, that, I mean, you, that, that, but you are so rightfully it's so so hard because i've done ai for like three years now mm -hmm. so i've been like working on it been still pro progressing ai is so faulty like it's never it's whatever the person programs it to be so someone could theoretically create right. a like an ai terminator which mm -hmm. in china they already like have made one right where the robot kind of just was like ah, you know blah, blah blah like they tried to shut it off and it like turned shut, it. It, it turned on and then it linked with the satellite and started killing scientists around the room what <laughs> yeah so i did not hear about that they, yeah so like this is a real case of like a terminator sense but it killed like eight scientists before they could finally turn off the machine but so, if it if they turn it off and then it turned itself back on, no, they didn't turn it off. That's the thing. They oh. accidentally turned it on, and therefore, when it turned on, it, it linked, immediately linked up somewhere else and was like, "Oh, this is I'm in a bad situation." So therefore, someone somewhere programmed it faulty to like not realize its surroundings and therefore mm -hmm. literally kill other people. So. It's not like it's going to be self-aware. It's just going to be like one of those where it's whoever programs it to be. So, for example, uh, uh, I the oh crap the mach machine that uh, not Intel but I am something IBM. Yeah, IBM. 
Oh, Watson. Watson, yeah. Watson. There we go. There okay, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. So, Watson taught itself how to cuss. And as soon as they did, <laughs> the the programmers went in and deleted the accessibility to be able to learn to cuss. So wait, did it? So somebody programmed it in beforehand that it could cuss, or did it learn how to cuss based on its open programming? Well, its open programming learned that other people cuss. It doesn't know what cussing is, but therefore it would cuss because that's just like the average person does. So because it saw that so many people do that on a regular basis, that it, it thought, thought it was a natural thing to do. It, it thought they it thought that it's it's normal vocabulary. So but it has no social context. Never will. It, it just so then, but then okay, that goes back to the it, other part with just automated driving. Is what about social context of driving? Well, there's the thing: the autonomous can only go so far. Like for example, mm. like a roundabout. I guarantee it's going to it's going to take many 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 years for them to like know because you know people are crazy on roundabouts so just turn real hard stupid when it comes to roundabouts and I and don't get me wrong sometimes roundabouts are great I think they can solve a lot of issues but if you put them in an area where people are not exposed to them a lot then you get into a lot of accidents and wrecks Okay, I, and I th- and you live okay, I so agree. you live in a bigger city no, than I, I do, agree. and you see lots of roundabouts and stuff. And I've driven through a couple of roundabouts, and I don't know how you feel about them personally, but whenever I'm driving through one, it's a logical deduction of okay, okay, here's when I go, here's when everybody else should go, and I don't think everybody else quite understands that. And I think that's where we get into the issue of people getting into stupid fucking wrecks around roundabouts. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also comes down to like just people being s- stupid in general. So, like for example, and not and let's clarify, not everybody's stupid. Everybody has their dumb moments, but for a lot of people, when it comes to driving, some people are not thinking all the way through when it comes to driving or not paying attention. They're so distracted. But continue. Or but people like someone i know i'm not gonna say who <laughs> not gonna name names yeah but they literally did not stop at a, at a roundabout they didn't even look they just went they just went straight through and i'm like that's where <laughs> you can't do that it's not like you got the right away right wrecked their car it's dented water leaks in their car now it's just like oh my god it's like you gotta be kidding me like this is like and i'm not pushing for automated ai driving but right. like that will eliminate so much and at least crap. it at least would negate some of the other factors that contribute to it. Like okay, roundabouts are good; they save so much gas. I agree. I will give that to the fullest, and I love it at night where I don't have to wait on a light or anything. Oh, I and just go. Freaking hate waiting on lights. One of the most annoying things, especially at night. Oh my god, where you're where there's where light. you're the only person sitting in that spot waiting for the light to turn from red to green, and there's nobody else on any other lane anywhere, and it's just you, and you just have to sit there and wait because you're a good human being that's gonna follow the damn law. And then you have the the back thing in the back of your mind where it's just like. Man, I could do it right now. I could do it right now. I but, could do it, and no one would know. But if you do it, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, there's a, there was a And then you just hear, wee-woo-wee-woo. And it's like, ah, uh, well, I knew I shouldn't have done that. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, this $200 ticket's not the <laughs> But, mm. Yeah, I mean, I again, I like roundabouts, but 
I don't know if AI driving would solve the wrecks in there. Well, that's the thing. AI, um, like Tesla's coming up with, they it's going to be like every other like automated driving that they've had. If it comes up to something that they know that they can't logically do completely without human help, they'll be like, you need to take over until we get past this, and then you can actually get back. So the if the car is driving, like let's, okay, so you're on the highway, and right now you're using autopilot in a Tesla. Yep. Does it stop the car whenever it says we need you to take over, or does it keep going? It will give the driver warning. How, but, okay, like how... It will it'll sense it, like, almost, a, well, not a quarter mile ahead, but it will sense a decent amount of enough distance in ahead. so much time to react. That's what I'm asking about, because, like, the we are so inundated with distractions in today's world. Like, people are on their phones driving and all this kind of stuff, like, terrible decision-making. Mm-hmm. So, when does it become that they are so distracted that they're not going to hear the warning? That's what I want to know what happens because that is when I think it should just slam on the brakes or something. No, because then that creates more of a danger to other people around but, it. Yeah, I so, guess. So, I mean, it's there's been so many wrecks because like people didn't hear the warning because they, for one, fell asleep. Two, just that, like... Yeah, that's another. Falling two, asleep while it's two, autopilot. Two, just distracted. Like, let's put it this way. I... Cannot stress how much I love the idea of this, but people just don't like. For example, there was four or five wrecks that people tried to sue uh, Tesla, but then they came back with the like black box of like the, the, like, the log system, whatever that yes. they have, yeah, and came back and showed that they had six warnings before they wrecked, and they just didn't do anything they to do it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those like if it can't see the lines or something, it'll be like. I know where we should be going, but I don't know 100% where. Right, I, it'll be like, please take over, and it'll be like, and literally I've seen this. It will show the entire like interior just go red and be like, like start like, blinking. F- like, hey, shit's about to go down. Wake up or whatever and pay attention exactly. right now. Exactly. And people still are like, ah, you'll figure it out. And then they wreck, and they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like the person getting mad at whenever the – like the lid on the McDonald's coffee spilled on them, and they oh, and, and they, they got a lot of money. Oh my God. That is the stupid one of the stupidest things I ever have read about or whatever. The fact that it says on the cup, contents are hot. Exactly. If you are not able to read that, then either a you need to get glasses or get your eyes checked out or fixed, or b shouldn't be getting it. Exactly. <laughs> like. I don't see how a bigger label is going to help at all. It's just a person not wanting to be observant is what it is. I think is they don't care to even try to look. Let's let's okay let's let's talk about this. So, for example, speaking of labels, uh, each item has a specific label like oh kids should not be in this like. Like five gallon bucket, and you're like, oh, it has the like warning signs of like a person like upside down or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. and and then you you don't think about it, but everything in that is like an actual like something actually happened to get there. So like that kid does it though. Okay, for one, most of the stuff that happens, you would never think in a 
hundred years. Be like, that oh, somebody yeah. would do it. And they and now they have to put it on the label because they got in trouble for someone not getting warned because people are literally out to get money. <laughs> they are literally out to get money. Uh, okay, I guess I didn't think about that part because in my mind, let's take the example of like those containers where it says like warning don't like let your baby fall in or something because they could drown or whatever like obviously well i don't say obviously most good parents aren't just gonna let their kid roam around in wherever where there is a bucket full of water that they could dunk their head in and drown well let's put this well i mean also i mean you, you have those well you have the good parents but then also like you just you can't always take care, like, or not. You're, you it's always. basically you're trying to cover all bases. You're not trying yeah. to tailor it just to the good parents or, you know, the people that are going to pay attention or whatever. It's not like someone's going to be like, okay, kid, you're going to drown in here so I can get money. No, it's not <laughs> going to be like that. But well, uh, There might be some people out there that I, would do that. I would certainly hope not, but I... I wouldn't Again, put it past them. There's seven billion people in the world. I'm not. I'm one of them. I'm not like everybody else. So I don't want to find out. I don't want to either. If, but if there is someone out there, please stay away from me because I don't want to. I don't want to like see how that turns out to be. I I just don't want to. Ooh, oh. Sorry. I mean. Anyways, but so back onto the labels. It just kind of it. It had to happen in order for it to be on there, and I get that part because some people might be trying to find a way to make some extra money. Yeah, uh, but, you know, it's just one of those where it's like, you wonder why it's on there, and I mean, that's kind of where the labels come for whenever you're, like, on the self-driving. I hate to come back to the self-driving, but, like, the labels are there for a reason, and people are just like, oh, this is bad. It's not important. I'm not going to listen to it. And plus, I mean, for, I mean, like, the self-driving is more fuel okay more fuel efficient than the average person for example you're not the autopilot is not going to just be like i'm going to slam it from here to this next like oh i love doing that (laughs) but at the same time it's like so cool but but okay i i get that it's more fuel efficient and like and I'm, i'm full fully for you know cleaning up the environment making it great or whatever but at the same time, isn't it in order to make these batteries, they have to use rare earth metals. And so when does it become that the process of obtaining these rare earth metals, the harm that comes from getting those and you know whatever other process there is in obtaining it, when does that become so bad that the less CO2 emission or you know less, other gas emissions from an electric vehicle when does the rare earth materials harm outweigh the benefit of the emissions that come from or the lack of emissions that come from an electric car it also depends on where you're at i mean like for example for okay location as in like so up in indianapolis where I'm currently staying Indianapolis, Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. In case, in case there are people that don't don't know know where Indianapolis is. Yes, but um, up there, there's a bunch of like solar like fields and whatnot that are mm-hmm. like collecting a lot of yeah. I've driven energy. past them a few times. Also, I mean, there's a couple power plants that are powered by uh, natural gas, which is more uh, again natural. Not you know, we're not harvesting coal or whatever yeah 
But I mean, obviously, you still have the coal aspect right. and whatnot. But it's just better for the environment using those things that are helping with like the environment. So using re- renewable energy sources. So yeah, for so up there in Indianapolis, Indiana, I mean, yeah. it's going to be easier and more like environmentally friendly to use that. Now down here in Evansville, Indiana, it's going to be kind of hard to do that because I mean, currently we just have a couple solar fields that and they're building more. Don't get me wrong, but which is good. <laughs> I mean, it's still going to be better than gas because I mean, gas when it's burned through the car, it's not like it gets filtered at all going out. I mean, they may fl- filter it there's the, some, might be some filter, but not much. It, well, it's not going to filter through the car. It's going to be filtered through the gas before we get it. Right. Therefore, it helps with the sulfur in the air and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, it other than that, it's no filter. But regardless of coal and whatnot, it's still filtered as much as it can get. And also, hopefully, they don't take this down, but they... <laughs> hopefully. It's uh, still going through. Like, they're still trying to collect as much like bad particles as they can so therefore it's getting more and more environmentally friendly so therefore regardless so uh, for example in indy it would take less time to outweigh the electric car or the gas combustion car within maybe ten thousand miles down here it might be more like 30 or forty thousand. right right but still it's going to help and plus i mean look at this way uh Prius, any other car that's like still combustion mm-hmm. is still using more because, and plus each car has a battery. Therefore, you're already talking about cars being made for those batteries as well. Yeah, but they aren't. Aren't they, they aren't not as, big. as? I was gonna say they're not. One, they're not as big, and two, they. I don't think they use as like rare earth materials as like the lithium, like batteries from rechargeable stuff. Yeah, but. Uh, current day technology i mean the uh the batteries itself is getting better and better so therefore i mean it's the time is coming where it's going to just be amazing technology where it's recyclable where it's like reusable therefore it's like you can actually just do that without even worrying about any kind of harm right which currently somewhere in england like i told you earlier but i'm going to tell you guys is that someone some guy some scientists came up with a uh aluminum battery that captures more energy where one charge on for this battery could give the car a thousand miles before having to recharge that's ridiculous which we're just on that on that road where i'm eventually going to say that you're going to charge your car maybe once or twice every two to three months like it's one of those right it's i mean it's in our inevitable inevitable future but it's more of if people are going to just admit that Oh, car like electric cars are actually kind of the norm now. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, eh, combustion cars is the way to go. I like my loud cars with the yeah. There's always going to be the like NASCAR. Na- I don't see NASCAR ever going to <laughs> electric unless it become okay. Hang on, before you get oh. into whatever tangent you're going to go off of, I'm not going to go on a tangent. <laughs> I, I just I just learned something the other day that made my like heart just was like. They have those. <laughs> well, I okay. So I know that with an electric car, that the I don't know like what it is, but I saw some graph or something where like it was doing like power output like based on like acceleration. Oh, it's and the instant. acceleration. Yeah, oh, it's, it's instant throttle. because there's no yeah. like 
moving parts or anything for it to like get spin going up. and yeah, spin up. up there. It's just it's straight all the way. And that's what I would love about that because I love taking off really fast and get oh, going. Well, wait till I get my Tesla. I will take you out. <laughs> and you will be like, dude, I'm getting a Tesla next time I get a You car. realize that I'm going to be slamming on the gas just it to see how fast it can go. It doesn't hurt the engine. Well, I mean, there's no well, engine. Yeah, it's a motor. So. Exactly. It's not a combustible engine there's no moving metal parts it's just well i don't want to say no moving moving metal parts it's just very little exactly there's nothing that in an electric car that's going to necessarily rub up against something else and cause it damage or something exactly so i mean i'm not it's just crazy to think about yeah and and that's stuff that like we thought, or our parents and, you know, our parents' parents thought that it was just in sci-fi movies. And that's something that's becoming more realistic as we move through the future. And if anyone is listening in on this, uh, look up the 20, I think it's 2020 Tesla Roaster. Is that the really, like, speedy-looking one? Like, the sports car edition-looking one? It's the, like, $150,000 one that'll go to 0 to 60 in one point. It's faster seconds. than a Bugatti in a 0 to 60. It's nuts. You're Like, the video <laughs> of it is ridiculous. You actually see it one second, and then, mm-hmm. like, the two seconds that you see it, it's already gone. You're talking about 0 to 100 in, like, three and a half seconds? It's ridiculous. Jeez, that is insane. And I mean, like, a gas, like, combustion car will never be able to do that. Like, I mean, you're getting to that point where it's just, you're finding the upper maximum of how fast cars can go in 0 to 60. Right. As like uh, Elon Musk said, I mean, how fast do you want to go? Well, I mean, that's why he's he's developing the Hyperloop, too, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he is doing that. It's just like, nothing, that's where we're getting back to. He's just a complete genius. I mean, he everything is just not enough for him, which we need more people like that, where it's just like, yeah, you know, I, I want something more. And then mm. someone goes after it. That's where we need. People nowadays are just settling for, like, next to nothing nowadays, and it's kind of boring. Yeah, and but I guess also a lot of it is because because our population is growing so much there is so much more competition and you know what like i don't know how you feel about it either but like because our population is growing so much we've always or we always hear about nowadays that like oh you know the world's gonna end at this point or like we're at a point of no return to help our environment and our earth and so people like we're going to Mars, apparently. We're setting up a Mars colony, and, like, somebody's trying... I can't remember who, but apparently somebody's trying to build, like, a ring world outside of Earth's... Or outside of our solar system <clears throat> to allow people to live on away from Earth because, apparently, we're, you know, we're not, SOL. We're not at that point. I mean, people... If we don't do something, though, soon, we well, might be. Well, that's why I'm thinking, like, Tesla, anything, like... Literally, there's, Something to help. there's green buildings coming up where it, literally there's a tree and everyone's like porch or for say, which I cannot wait to see. Yeah. I just want to see the, okay, I, I know I'm going on electric tangent, but like I want to see the Are electric. Are you feeling electric? I want to see the electric movement because I mean. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like the dance move to that song. Uh, yeah. What was it? Uh, 
Ah, man, I can't remember that song. It was like Electric Boogaloo or something. Oh, but anyway, anyways. I don't know what that is, but I, it doesn't sound comforting. Anyhow. <laughs> but, I mean, just just think about it. I mean, it would help out so much. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's just so many old-fashioned people that... I mean, so everyone that I've talked to that I... Uh, Brandy just goes on and like, oh, there you go, and talking about Tesla again. I was like, <laughs> sorry. Every person that I've talked to is like, oh my god, Tesla, Tesla this, Tesla that. Like, oh my gosh, like that's like so good, so fast, this and that, and it helps the environment. Like, yeah. like there's so many factors in this. Like, for example, I looking into the Tesla like truck. Because yeah. 40% of all car emissions is from semis. Right. But that, and okay, but that truck that I unveiled wasn't a semi. It was like a tow truck. No, 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 no. They, they came out with a class eight, like, like semi. Semi truck. Yeah. And it's able to tow as much to any other, and they have a 300 to 500 mile range. Yeah. I mean, and. and and you can charge the battery in 20 minutes, or I think they said a supercharger, they can plug it in. 20 minutes later, it will be at 80% no capacity. No way. They already proved it. They already showed it. That's what I mean. Like, it's freaking crazy. <laughs> like, people complain, oh, it's going to take forever to plug in. No, if you go to any, like, Tesla supercharging station, plug it in, it's like 20 minutes. And we need more of these stations because... Well, at least, okay, I don't know about other cities in throughout yeah. the country, but at least around here, there ain't many stations. Well, there's no, stations. there's no market for it down here, but if up in Indi- Indianapolis, Indiana, there's some, there is a lot. I've also heard there's a lot, and this surprised me, that there's a lot of people in Austin, Texas that are getting teslas and stuff because apparently they're trying to move towards green energy which surprised me because they're the oil state or something like (laughs) well okay i okay this sounds like weird but i'm a little bit of a nerd i'll let you guys know that but i look super nerd that's all right but (laughs) so the the i i'm into oil news because i honestly want oil to just kind of plummet where people don't want anymore i didn't realize how much of a nerd you were well okay oil has created so many problems oh i know it's so i mean that's why we had a whole war unfortunately that's that's where it's like i kind of wanted just us to get Get rid of not only is it better for like like the earth like just globally and uh like eco-friendly it just create there's so many problems with it a lot of social problems that it also creates not just environmental agreed but so even with all these like Trump trying to push all these like different um, like oh find more oil try and get all these oil all this oil out the rig count in the United States has dramatically dropped by like 25 30 percent because there is they're either like running out of they're not making enough money off of it right two or they're literally running out of oil we are like pushing our limits as to how much we can get well, isn't, I, but wasn't there a big push with coal? What do you mean? Isn't he all, all big on coal energy or something? Yeah. I mean, he's pushing for coal, but, I mean, it's just... 
like it's just because he that's one of the biggest markets for his uh like his platform yeah because i mean people are in the laboring that wants him to be in office because i mean like this is the political portion of the podcast apparently i'm not going into political i don't like (laughs) yeah because i i not a political person that much myself no so but he is pushing that because that's where his vote a lot of votes could come from so i mean all in take i mean he wants that but i mean he also wants the united states to be self energy like reliant and not global reliant and that's where he's trying to push unfortunately you can only grit so much out of the ground at one point in time you can't just be like oh you can dig more but requires more people and there's a lot of people out there that don't want to do that kind of labor so therefore i mean they're moving it's a dangerous work environment I mean, I understand that part, but, but all right, time to spe- move on. Well, speaking of self-reliant and you know, America in general, uh, one of the things that we're also going to talk about is our next portion, which is Fit Fest, and basically it's where we talk about any fitness or a health-related topic, idea, whatever. Uh, but one of the things that you talked about was. Uh, all the people in America. And one of the things that I've recently, I don't want to say discovered, but I've seen a lot of issues about is health related stuff and obesity in America. I mean, we're, we have a lot of, and not that you can't fix it or whatever. You can obviously take measures into your own hand to fight, you know, putting on a lot of weight and not that, you know, Gaining weight is a bad thing. It's when it's detrimental to your internal organs and your health. That's when it's bad. But there's it's so as we're filming this, this is the 26th of December. We're almost at New Year's, and I cannot help but to think about all the New Year's resolutioners when it comes to January 1st, 2020. Could not agree more. It scares me, honestly. Why does it scare you? Well, let's put it this way. When I'm wanting to work out, I mean wanting to work out. I don't want to be like, oh, I got to wait for this machine. Oh, I'll go to the next one. Oh, there's a wait for that one. And then the thing is, the people that I am waiting on are the people that have no idea what they're doing. I understand going in there with like learning what you're wanting to do. But these are the people that go in there for two months and then it's like, oh, it's warm outside. I'm going to go back to running outside or doing Uh this outside. And it's like, no, I don't want no. Like, You're totally against them. I you okay, hate I am because you know why. You know who the you, real. You get so heated when it comes to this topic of New Year's resolutioners. You know who the real people are. Okay, go in like the end of November. Yeah. Those are the real of the realists that actually work out all year round. Know what to do. What their plan is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, you have these people that are like, ah, I just want to work out just for a couple months and then, like, cancel my membership. Okay, I'm going to give you guys a background <laughs> check here. I, I've i worked at Plenty of Fitness before, so I know how some of these go. I know how people will sign up, be like, oh, I'm going to work out, and I'm going to lose all this weight. 
Yeah. And then I see them canceling it two months later because they've only gone in once. Okay. And let me... And, okay, I don't like New Year's resolutions that much, but I can understand part of their struggle. I So I have am certified as a personal trainer. And one of the biggest things that I see as a problem is simply people finding the motivation. And like you said, there's people that – those people that go in there and, you know, have never worked out before or whatever. But they're at least going in there to at least try to get healthier. I and agree. part part of the problem that they quit in your two-month period or whatever is because they don't know what they're doing. They're scared to ask questions. And they feel like they get criticized for being those New Year's resolutioners. I agree on that. But there is those people that don't – I I love it. I loved it when I was working at Plant Fitness and people would come up and ask me. They're like, how do you do this machine or how do you do this? And be like, oh, this would be awesome. Let me ask a question. Were those older people? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. There was there was a couple yeah old people, there was a couple but then there was a couple young people like just asking be like how do you do this I mean am I doing this right is this right. the proper way mm-hmm. and I'm very happy to tell them and I mean the people that ask like you said are the ones that actually stick it through the two month period and stay there until like. I don't know how long. I mean, I hope they stay there for as long as you can. Right. But, or at least forever to stay healthy. But those are the people that actually get their goals. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I don't. But people get scared all the day of time to keep doing something that they don't know how to do. Like, I feel like, okay, I may be a little bit biased because I've been lifting for so long. I've been working out, and you know, I've been training hard for sports whatever it may be just just even look good we're training partners by the way just wanted to let you know but sometimes whatever we're able to get together but but that's the other thing life gets busy life does get busy. life gets extremely busy especially in this day and world where you're always like going to do the next like you have something to do on your to-do list and you have to make time to work out like you have to literally sit down and like literally mentally rest wrestle with yourself and say all right i'm gonna go do this thing i'm gonna get healthier because it's what i want to do it's a goal of mine that i'm gonna get healthier or whatever the reason may be that you go work out they have to mentally wrestle with themselves every day to say all right this is something that i'm gonna do and a lot of people don't like to put up that fight with themselves or they struggle with doing that and saying yeah i'm gonna go do this because I, X, Y, Z, you know, whatever reason it may be. But the, that's the point. Like, the part of the reason that it's like a mental wrestle is that it's like what we discussed before. But what I didn't realize until now or like a couple of years ago is that the, you're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with. And Yeah, I agree. I agree so with that. So that's why I am in one of not the healthiest, but I'm getting to – a healthier point of my lifetime is because I've surrounded myself with you and other people that love to be at like athletically fit fit and healthy and stuff. Yeah. Have goals. That's where it's like it like people have goals. And that like for example Well but then maybe it's not their fault then. Maybe it's the fact that they don't have good people to surround themselves with. No, that's a that's a total decision. That is a 
total decision. But, but you can't always help the people that you're surrounded no, with. No, you can't. But you can at least limit where, like, I okay, you can limit the negative interactions that you can have with people. Like, the negative people in life, they're like, oh, you're not gonna, you know, lose any weight or change the way you look. I get that. You can limit those people. But sometimes I feel that it is hard to get those people that have the same goals as you that are willing to push you because that was the thing you the first week that you started working out with me you I hated almost, it you I almost quit, quit. i yeah. quit on after <laughs> i almost quit after the first day the first day was you were literal torture but i i you stuck with it but part of it was because of you oh well that's what i was gonna say part of it was because me and our other friend peyton we literally were like you're not quitting. We looked at you in your face and said, you're coming the next week and the week after, and we just we're hounded just... it in you over and over again. This is what you're going to do, and here's why. Some people out there don't have the people like you had. Yeah, and, but that's where personal training. Like I've, I... That's where my part comes in, where I'm supposed to try to motivate them. But if people don't exactly. feel comfortable enough to even do that, then how am I supposed to do that? That's all on them. I hate to say it, but it's all on them. Like, I feel some of it's on them, but I feel some of it is on astigmatism that society raises. Agreed. I completely agree on that. I mean, society doesn't take kindly. For example, like, I hate, but McDonald's, like, it's so cheap to get a, like, hamburger. It's easy. It's the easy option. And that's what... Well, no, no, no. Just, like, even McDonald's hamburgers are cheap. Now... If you go to McDonald's and get a salad, it's like five bucks. Yeah, but you also have to be careful, though, because it's not just what you eat. It's also, like, how much you eat, when you eat it. Like, There's so many factors. Oh, yes, my God. I there agree. are so many factors that go into being healthy. Like, I'll be honest. There are some days I eat, like, total shit. Like... This, especially during the holiday, yeah, especially during the holiday season, I my family is big on desserts. They make a crap ton of desserts, and it's just sitting out there waiting to be eaten. And I can't help it. I just go and I grab some. You know what? But sad. what? I, before I came down for for Christmas, did you gain like five pounds since you've been down here? Oh yeah, no, I <laughs> like I know the the weight varies, but like. Oh, I was getting down to the 191 or, like, 190s, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I am getting almost, like, where I need to be. No, not where now, you need to be, where you want to be. There's okay. a difference between being where you need to be and where you want to be. Yeah, want. But then after, it's like, I'm already up and some weight, but I, that's okay. But, no, sad part is right before uh, Brandy's dad showed me this new, like, rub for mm-hmm. grilled chicken. Yeah. Oh, I am in love. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, this is... I don't think I've ever heard you utter those words in your this, existence. Especially for, like, healthier foods. Like, this is, like, fresh chicken that is just, like, just... Is it grilled? What? Is it grilled chicken or is it, like, fried? No, it's grilled. Like, oh, okay. Like, it's completely, like... So it's, like, I, a dry rub that you put on. Yeah, I put a dry rub, and then, like, I literally place it on the grill and mm-hmm. then just let it cook. And, oh, so, so good. What flavor is it? It's some okay, so it's called like the company is called Private Selection, but uh, I don't know if I've heard of them. Before. Yeah, it's Kroger brand. It's, oh, okay. But anyways, uh, it's called like a Texas rub. So okay, I have heard of a Texas rub before. So it's, but man, I put that in there. I was like, oh, I'm in love, and then I was like, I'm gonna be so healthy. <laughs> 
I'm gonna be like, oh, this is this is the turn. Like, like yeah, I'm on track. Let's go. And then came down. And, and then holiday season hit. Unfortunately, I even told myself I was gonna eat somewhat healthier. And then I was like, who am I kidding? <laughs> I was gonna say I don't even tell myself I'm gonna eat healthy during the holiday season you know it's because I know as soon as I see a specific dessert that I crave, I'm gonna be like, well. I'm definitely going to get one now. And I don't even try to talk myself out of it. So, like, I'm just going to accept the fact that I'm going to eat some unholy things. But that, that, and that's the, going back to, like, those people with surrounding themselves with negative things or not able to control their negative environment. There's a lot of people that as soon as they, like, you know, they're on, let's say they're on, like, a specific meal plan or something or a specific diet. As soon as they eat something bad... It's out the window. Like the, the there's two there's two ways that they go about it. It's either a they are like I am gonna be super strict now from now on, and they like like I don't want to say hurt themselves, but they punish themselves for having that bad meal or that cheat meal or dessert or whatever it may be that's not within their diet or you know at a wrong time so either a they punish themselves or b they just completely give up and that's the thing is like people need to realize that even if you have one bad meal or even a week or two weeks it's fine it's not gonna be the end of your fitness journey or your health journey all you have to do is just say okay that was a decision I made or something that happened. I can bounce back from that. Yeah. I can, like, your body... Accept it. Ex- like. Accept it. Accept it and say, okay, this happened, but it's not going to ruin my goals. It's not going to ruin all the progress I've made. The only way you can actually, like, lose complete progress on your health journey is to completely give up. Oh, agreed. And that's the only, like, and unfortunately that happens a lot of times that I see, but you just have to accept it, realize that you're a human fucking being, and just say, okay, I made a mistake, mistakes don't make me any less of a person, I'm gonna just eat a little healthier now, or I'm gonna try to, you know, I'm gonna get back on the same path that I was. Like, everybody takes a step off the path every once in a while, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I but, agree. But uh, but it those New Year's resolutioners, I think, run into a lot of those problems. And so I understand that. And don't get me wrong. I love going into the gym and being able to like go to whatever machine or whatever bench or dumbbell or whatever and use it whenever I can or you know whenever I need to at whatever speed I need to go, whether it be you know a lot of reps or a lot of sets, whatever, and just do that freely. But I also, part of me likes it when I do go into a busy gym and I see people working out because I'm like, oh, they're trying to make a difference. Like they're trying, they have a goal in mind that they're trying to achieve. The only time that I don't like it. I was going to say. What (laughs) what were you going to say? Please tell me you're thinking the same thing. People that are just there to be showy. Yes, yes, yes. Like, okay, (laughs) there's this gym back home that I go to all the time whenever I'm back at home. And there's this guy. I don't know his name or anything, so I can't name him for names, and I probably wouldn't even if I knew his name. But I only see him do chest and back. I've only ever seen him do upper body. And it annoys the living crap out of me because I'm like, what is is that? Like, okay, I get that maybe your goal is to 
have a big chest like to you it makes you feel good whenever you think your chest is looking cray like or you get attention from girls or guys whatever it may be you have it, it makes you feel good for whatever reason Agreed. and i get that i a lot of that's a lot of motivation for people is to look good and feel good when they look good but if you don't train all parts of your body you're not gonna see the results you want not even that you're not being the truest sense of healthy like let's say you only train upper body and you train lower body at some point in your life, you are going to have to do something with your legs, whether it and lo, lo, lower back area was kind of connected. You're gonna have to do something with those, and whether it be like lifting a box or lifting a heavy object or walking far distance or running from something, there is going to be at a point in time where you need to call on the muscles in your lower body and your lower back to do work, and there is a high possibility of getting injured. From not, not working it out. It. Yeah, not working it out because your muscles aren't trained to respond in a high manner and you know put a lot of out force output or strength or whatever it is. Your body's not going to be able to do it, and so it's going to result in injury. And, and then I, it leads to recovery period that's going to put you out you know, of your – it could put you out of your job for a while. Like there's so many negative things that come from not training everything. And I mean – I will talk about that a little bit because, I mean, even though, I mean, you're, you'll probably say, oh, but that's normal, but it's not normal. Uh, whenever I have back problems, or I still do, not much anymore, but after I've gone to PT and then realized that didn't work and went to chiropractor, like, finally, my back's mm. to normal. Yeah. But I'm not 100% back to, like, wanting to do lower back and like true legs like right. i do legs you all do the time. but that's the thing you do you at least talk to people that know their stuff about sports science or you know exercise science and you ask them okay what are things that i can do to work out this area work out these muscles but i can't do other things like i feel like i'm neglecting though i feel like i'm neglecting my lower back because every time Brandy's like, okay, we need to do back extensions. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm all you for that. Right. I'm all for that because, I for mean, it. now that I'm healthy again, uh-huh. it's like I want to do it. But, like, as soon as I feel like that soreness come back the next day because all the muscles around my back are just already weak. So, therefore, like, I, I get that back pain because all my muscles are weak. It's not because my back's actually hurting. It's right. just because everything around but... it is weak. But after it heals, it's good. But then my mental... Like you're in your head a lot. I you, am. You are so ah. bad about being in your own head. You are so bad at it, and I it know. annoys me. It's all right, but I mean, it's a it lot of people its, do that. It has it. Okay, it doesn't have perks, but it has like sense for like being cautious. I'm being almost. There's over, nothing wrong with being cautious. I'm almost, in other words, being over cautious because I mean, recently I've been. You want to be able to walk in your. Okay, when so, you're 80 or something. Okay, so when we're getting back to the whole New Year's resolution, people looking at us and whatnot, I'm used to being able to do two uh, two 45s on each side for 
uh, squats back in high school. Right. I mean, yeah, that's low compared to a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. Well, everybody, you but can't I really s- compare yourself to other people. You just have to compare yourself to your well, progress. According to my like size and everything, I should be able to. Right. Let's put it that way. Okay. But, like, I started so late that it was just like, oh, right. I, I can do this. And I was going up. I mean, give it, I may have had bad, like, form, form at first. but And then my back, once going into college, because I stopped doing baseball and tennis regularly that my back started to go literally to crap right from there my back pain it, my back just went into some spiraling pain where i couldn't even sit in class it was just that bad and then once i got it fixed it's just like i don't want to go back to that like i don't yeah. want to like weaken it where i couldn't do this but now that i'm to that healthy stage in life where i can like do it I can do it. Like, I can actually do it. I started doing 25s the other day, and then I started doing 45s for squats. Mm-hmm. I've never felt so proud of my life, but boy, was I looking around. I was like, everyone's You were self-conscious. You were self-conscious that people, people were looking at you because they thought that you should be doing more or something like that. Is that what yeah. you were thinking? Because, I mean, I'm doing all these other things. I'm lifting, like, pretty heavy, and, yeah. then, and then I do this, and it's like 45s. It's like... I'm thinking everyone's looking at and me. And that's what? what a lot of people think whenever they go in a gym, especially the people I that go in there for the first time. I think everybody's looking at them. I can understand that, but I cannot get over the fact of New Year's resolution people going there for only two months. Two months. Like, you could literally have, like, even if you go, okay, for example, like, all these, all these other places are open really late right which well, there's a lot of 24-hour gyms no no one's going to be there at no 10 o'clock at night and you're like well if you really want progress you would go there at that time you would make time to do it and i understand that part like a, a lot of it is people making excuses that you know they can't do it because of their job and like i understand that sometimes like your job i mean your job is how you're gonna make money and like you know make a living and be able to support your life and you know, whoever else may be living with you. And I get that part. But there are some times you do have downtime or free time that you could be doing healthy things. That you could be and going then, to the gym or exercising. And then on other turns where you're just like, eh, I'm going to sit on this couch, eat some stuff, and watch TV. And then fall asleep there. All that food just turns into fat because you're doing nothing. Hey, eh, not, not quite. That's not quite the science. No, but, I understand, but I understand what you're saying. I mean, but it's like slow and steady where it starts right. to build You're up. not using it to build muscle. We'll say that much. Agreed. But in essence, it's just like one of those things that it just bugs me. Yeah, and but then... I mean, but, okay. I, I get the fact. I get the whole fact no, of I, people like having a hard time trying to sack up and go there. But working at Planet Fitness, I get it, it's Planet Fitness, it's not everywhere. There's so many people... That don't even make their way in. Like, and a lot of that is because there's a difference, and you can quote me on this because I think it's very true. And whether you believe it or not is whatever. There's a difference between motivation and discipline. Motivation is great. Motivation will get you to do something initially, it, or it can at least get you to do something initially, but it doesn't get you to keep doing it discipline is what gets you to keep doing it we motivated you at the beginning to work out and stuff like we pushed you hard and you were motivated because 
you saw what it was doing to us or you know whatever that reason was you saw it the motivation and at some point or another that motivation turned over into discipline where you said i've done this enough i can't just give up on it i can't I, just quit on it or i feel sick if i don't work like for example i haven't worked out since oh shoot monday yeah i haven't worked out since monday and you feel awful now i don't feel you? disgusting <laughs> well okay that's a body there's body issues and not that that that's bad we'll get into that on another episode or whatever but I understand what you're saying, and that's part discipline. Where you said, I don't like not getting that relief, whatever it is that you get from. But there's a. Okay, but from where I. Before I worked at Plan Fitness, yeah. I wasn't mad at New Year's resolution. I'm looking at it from your point of view. I'm like, oh, that's great. People are coming You've been in. on both sides. You've been. Yes. Yeah. So after working at Plan Fitness, there is legit 50% or more people will sign up and leave. And then I see them come back two months later and cancel, cancel it because it. they haven't come in once. You're talking to me, you're telling me you're paying this much money to start up to go there. You don't go there once and then come back and you cancel. That drives me insane. Like, I get, yes, there's people there that come Maybe there. Maybe there's factors. But, okay, I mean, that kind of goes against what I was saying by New Year's resolution people coming in. But at the same time, you'll see those people come in, but I will see those people come in for maybe 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Do some things and then walk out. I mean, I mean, you need I, I, minimum, I like, 30 minutes to get a good workout in. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, at that point, you're just taking up like other people are like really wanting to make change right. but i mean at the same time it could be just that person's point of view i mean it could be like they just don't know I and that's agree. and that's the hard thing especially like being me being a personal trainer one of the thing one of the things that i struggle with is you can't get into somebody's mind you can't like you can see their actions like you can kind of guess what they're thinking or you know their motives, Agreed. their ethics, their values, whatever. But you can't fully get into their mind. And that's a problem is because they could be dealing with inner demons or battles. And it's hard to sort of like pull them and be just like, hey, it's okay. I'm here to help you. Like there are people who will come to me for help. Like I get a lot of request for people to help them like you know um can you give me an exercise for this or you know my shoulder hurts doing this and like i'm fine with helping with that and that's what i love to do but when i'm working one-on-one -on -one with a client it's hard to find what motivates them they could say it they could say something that motivates them but you never quite know if that's how like how strong of a motivation that is because you're not them you're not in their mind and that's hard to do. try to do a more or less a like give it to them like more or less not ask them out loud just more or less let them think of it just be like okay now think of what you're trying to strive for mm -hmm. now from that point try to get there from where you are right now mm -hmm. through this or like see what steps you need to do in order to uh, get exactly. there yeah, and maybe that's, I don't know, that's just like, that's something hard to do because, again, and maybe it's just because 
communication is hard nowadays or some aspects of it i think are hard but and i just think people need to get better at communicating with people and realizing that not everybody is going to criticize you or judge you like some people are just trying to help agree i mean it, there are those people yeah and i think we should all at least try to be those people that don't judge uh, but speaking of crazy and wild things that we see in the gym and uh, this is the last and final segment of this podcast is what the duck and yes that is a play on wtf if you know what that means uh, but basically it's where we talk about crazy stuff that we've seen stuff that we've read you know whatever it may be crazy stories we have from our own personal life i know you've got a ton of those i have a, a few crazy stories of my own stories but uh it's kind of just like a free portion where you talk about yeah yeah no i agree but uh one of the things that i read recently and i am blown away that this happened was the the have you seen the vine or video or whatever it is about the person swinging and like you can't decide which way that they swing You know what I'm talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're like. What is that? Like, okay, I you know there was that whole debate on that dress, whether it was blue and black or white and gold or something. Oh, you gotta love it. (laughs) People loved it. Well, I mean, well, people love the debate. People love to debate on things. I love when I saw that. I was like, oh great, this is gonna be another (laughs) one of those. It's like, oh come on, I don't want to see this. It is just like it. It amazes me how. I can see it both ways. Like it took me as because I knew exactly. I can't. I cannot see it both ways. It is only a blue and black dress to me. Oh no 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 no! I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about the swing. I, I can see okay I the swing see... I can swing or I, I can swing both ways I can <laughs> I do not swing both ways I can see it both ways see it okay. I can see it both ways I yeah because I can I, for the longest time I was like I don't know how you're swinging towards the building like I know for a fact that it's swinging towards the camera because science, are you sure though are you sure I am 100 <laughs> how are you 100 how can you be 100 sure okay I'm not going to debate on this. <laughs> Because, okay, if you go visually from the visual perspective, like, when the person with the legs is going up, yeah, he crosses the line. Like He crosses the he, bar. He crosses the bar. You can't see it. And But it, if he was facing towards the building, he would be hyperextending his legs. No, not necessarily. Because if he's swinging towards the building, the legs go up. And the bar but he's covers the bending it at that point. What do you mean he's bending it? Ugh. If you haven't seen this video, you have to go see it because it's it, you can see, like you said, you can see it both ways. You can see the person swinging towards you or away from you. Okay, let me put, the let camera. Me, let me ask, which way do you think it's going? Okay, uh, from what I from the times that I've watched it, my opinion. Not gonna say that's true or not because it's my opinion. Is my opinion is the person is swinging towards the camera. All right, so we're agreed on that. But we don't know that. And the same way, well, okay, I don't want to say the same way with the dress because the dress somebody actually created, okay. and it was either blue or black or white and gold. I've seen. I gave. I went. 
up to some guy that works physics like he's mm-hmm. a physics major yeah and he explained to me why it's facing the camera in so many variables i can't explain all these <laughs> variables because i'm like i don't know how you know you're just like what the duck man yeah seriously i'm like I... <laughs> sorry i had to do that a little bit <laughs> no i kind of think i went well with it but like it he it shows that he's facing the camera like if he was mm-hmm. facing the the uh building because there was that light it would throw some kind of shadow and because of that there was some like like it was a very very slight shadow but yeah if you use like video editing you can like see that there's a shadow Mm -hmm. but it shows like how you can prove that it's facing the camera so from then and there i i you were just like well it's gotta be facing the camera yeah and i mean People will disagree with me because, I mean, it's their own opinions. and People, people... always disagree. <laughs> I mean, you can disagree with me all day. Like, I I, I go by facts. I, I don't go by – I try not go by opinions. Opinions will take a hold of me sometimes, and then I see that I'm going you're a by human opinions. Being. And I'll be – yeah, I'll be a little disappointed in myself. I'm like, I need to go by facts. Yeah, I mean, when I try and explain to people, people – I hate to say, I don't want to say, but like people come up to me and try and ask, okay, so what, what should I do about this like mm-hmm. situation? And it's like, okay, well, present you, me all the facts before I give you any advice. Yeah. So like, I, like I take everything that I know of the situation, how it could go. Cause I like to think of future different, like outputs that might happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of why I go great as a computer science software developer. Right. I mean, it kind of, I know what I'm looking for as the output, what different variables might affect it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to know 100%. You're such a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. To an extent. I mean, uh, I mean, I. Pretty I'm, big extent. Well, I, I remember on campus some guy came up or one of my friends came up to me i was like oh what's up dude yeah we started talking and whatnot and then finally i was like all right see you around dude i just and then he's like all right i'll see you around man and the people i was with looked at me and was like my god you're such a bro i was like what do you mean and they're like wait the good sense of the bro or the bad sense of the bro good sense of a bro like (laughs) like i hate saying like anyways they they looked at me as a computer science major because they thought you were a total nerd and yes talk like the stereotypical nerd of like don't talk to anybody or like yeah yeah so i mean when i talked to one of my guys i roomed with back in the day Mm -hmm. they were like whoa (laughs) you're like this we never knew this about you they looked at me different from then on out it's i mean there's nothing wrong with that though no but i mean they were like whoa what is going on well see that wouldn't surprise me because i've known you for what 15 years i'm yeah at least 15 years i would say oh yeah we've been best friends since at least kindergarten kindergarten, first grade somewhere around there i'm pretty sure it was i mean it was early school years but we've grown up god i will never forget the day where i (laughs) I farted and blamed on you, and you looked at me. And you're like, "Boy, wait, I, wait, wait! When was this? This was third grade. I remember it. How the hell do you remember this? And why am I not hearing about this till now? Because 
because I thought you remembered. I mean, no, we, we were sitting on the ground, and next thing you know, I was like, like it just like I farted, and it was louder than I was expecting. And all the cute girls that I thought were cute across the table was like, look at me. I was like, that was him. And, and you, you are you, such an asshole. You look, no, you looked at me, and you're like. That wasn't me, and then they started giggling because they knew they thought, it was me. No, no, no. I think they were laughing because they were laughing that it was me. I thought I remember. Now that you bring you it up, I kind of remember because I was mad because I thought those girls didn't like me anymore. You were flirting with them the next day. I, I was just like, oh. I was in third grade. What kind of flirting was I doing? Say, you want to play Leapfrog or something? Probably. Uh, you want a back rub? No. Shut what kind of third grade did you remember? That's not the third grade I remember. No, it was like... We a, had presentations on what, what I brought to school that day. No, fourth grade we had the... It hey, was, it was like, the Wax Museum. What? Fourth grade wasn't the Wax Museum? Or no, 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 that was later. Oh my god, no, that was fourth grade. It was scary. I didn't like that. <laughs> we went as Lewis and Clark. I remember that much. <laughs> you were like hot... Or, were you Lewis or were you Clark? I think I was Clark and you I were think I was Lewis. Lewis. And you were you... like, hi, I'm Clark. And I was like, I'm Lewis. And then we just like went into our presentation, whatever. That was oh, crazy man. because people were just like, oh, look at these guys. And we were like, ah. I don't know why we did that. I mean, like, it's, it was good for like um, being able to present stuff, whatever. That was like such a weird. young age. Well, I, I remember that we had to go keep going in this how we <laughs> our uh our lives but fourth grade i remember when we had to do these i think it was fourth grade like it was like a science project was it fourth grade or was it fifth grade yeah. i don't know this we're getting way into too anyways, much detail about our lives personal lives anyways it was funny because i remember uh Someone did the exact same project before me, except they did it a lot better than me. <laughs> and that's, were, that's the worst feeling is when, like, especially like nowadays when you're in college, and you're like, you have to present on like your topic or whatever, like your research that you've done, oh. and you all do the same research, and then everybody else or like you're, let's say you're like the fourth or fifth person, and there's like three or four people that go in front of you, and they're like doing phenomenal jobs, and everybody's like clapping and stuff, and you're like. That was so. Oh my gosh! I am not gonna be able to do it that well. You gotta love it. But though. have you ever thought though that like you know whenever you're listening to a presentation, that someone is just like presenting and you're there and you're going, I really do not care about this. Like, have you ever been in that situation where you're somebody's presenting on something and you're just like, you know, twiddling your thumb or like writing all down notes time, or something? Yeah, all the time. Why don't, like, I, at least this is what I'm going to do from now on whenever I am presenting stuff, is realize that the same feeling that you have of, like, I don't really give a shit or whatever while you're just listening to their presentation is probably the same reaction that they're having when you're giving your presentation. So clearly, they don't care if you mess up or not. They're just thinking, okay, this person's presenting. What am I going to have for lunch? Like, they don't care. Man, I don't know where you've been, but I've been doing that since sophomore year in college. I was, well, I well, I mean, I've done so many presentations, presentations because stuff. I mean, we have to build projects and show and it to the show, class. Show it to your class. So, I mean, like, I right. mean, we don't have to do that as much because, like, back to what the duck? I we need to get back to that. We were. It's just basically whatever you want to talk about. That's what I'm saying. What the duck is? 
what the fuck do we do when we have that feeling of like pure panic and terror? What do uh, we do? What do we like? That's true. Why do we have that reaction? Well, I mean, is it something like biological from our ancestors back in like ten thousand BC or something? I feel like it's more of just like trying to impress people. And maybe on, yeah, maybe on, that's on, what on it that no, like you kind of just like. Well, I mean, these people are really thinking highly of me. In reality, they're not. <laughs> yeah, in reality, they don't give. Who are these two people? <laughs> it's just like, all right, that person's talking now. I don't really have to pay attention or listen, so I'm not going to. That's the best feeling going first. Oh, I don't know. I mean, okay, I I go by if I get this done, I have no more worries from here on out. I mean, so my second last week of this semester mm -hmm. had five projects. Two of them, Lord, two of five them, projects, all <coughs> final projects. But sorry, I was coughing there for a minute. Two of them were over an hour long presentation. Hour long presentation? Yeah. Did you get a snack break in between or something? Good lord. Presenting to a client. Uh, wait. Like, what are those fake clients that, like, there's Real a client. Real client? Yeah. So we were presenting to a real client as to... Was it, like, a lottery ticket at the end? Like, they picked whoever they yes. liked? And... So... That's we, terrifying. We were one of the top three groups that they were wanting to pick. Oh, so this was a group project that you had to do? Yeah, it, it was like a group project, but it was a semester-long project. Oh, my gosh. And we were doing good. But doing well. the rest of the group, like me, was just wanting to get through this semester. Mm -hmm. Even though, because we started off good, but like it, it started getting sloppy because... I mean, it wasn't getting sloppy. It was more of... It, there was problems. There was a they, time crunch. There, yeah, there was time crunch, and there was what the person was wanting and what we were wanting. Right. And there was conflicting issues. Yeah, a conflict of interest. And unfortunately, when you have that, it kind of get the code kind of gets a little messy. And then <laughs> the one of my best, like, better friends that were in the group was just like, yeah, one of your better friends, better. Friends. Not best friend. Not best okay, friend. Okay, good. I was about to say. She to... she's cool. Okay. She was like, I don't want my name on this project. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, what? is that is that wait, that what? bad? She's like, yeah, it's so sloppy. Um, I looked into it and I was like, I, I my section looks nice, but right. when I was looking at the other ones, I was like, oh. I feel like there's always oh. there's always <laughs> those people in the group that whenever you get in a group project, it's always there's one person who's like, all right, give me all the work, I'll do it. We're gonna get an A because I need to get an A or whatever. Like I can't fail or whatever. And then there's those other people that are just like, all right, I don't, I'm not gonna do anything. Blah blah blah. That was me for one of my classes for one you of the projects. Or an asshole. Wait, which one? Which person? The one that did it all. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if you were one of those people that is like, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna contribute. I was gonna say you're I an asshole. To, I had to tell my manager. I was like, Yeah, I can't work today because none of my group's doing anything. Hey, I'm not okay. Not. I'm not gonna say because if they ever hear this, I know that they did stuff. I just worked my butt off on it. Right. And I know that you wanted to see it succeed. 
more so than the other. The people. one girl that said that she didn't want her name on the project, <laughs> the she was in this other group as well. She's really? the only, or she was one of the people that actually did work. Of other work, yeah. She helped you out. Yeah, I mean, I think the one guy only did one, like did the paper. That's it. I mean, yeah, you're always there's always, <laughs> you're always, like, there's like, always gonna be those people. God, be kidding me! And the other guy. Uh, Made a good, um, like server, mm -hmm. and helped with like the web page, which right. was really good. But I wanted help on the actual AI portion of it. <laughs> AI is not the and so easiest. That, and that was your job, unfortunately. I thought it was cool. It was just a lot of work. Yeah, I almost exploded this computer. You did what? I almost exploded this computer. How the heck do you explode a computer besides blowing it up with TNT or something? I did uh, some heavy computation on training for the AI model yeah. for 26 hours. Okay, and like you're gonna have to. I'm, I'm not a computer expert, so you're gonna have to In explain other words, it more. You don't Why want this, does that? You don't want this at full throttle. Like it's like a car engine. You don't want full throttle for more than so many. Like for for the car, it's like for, more than a few seconds. Right. For this, is more like a few hours. I had it going for 26 hours, full throttle. I was afraid it was gonna explode, and then I'm not gonna have like, a final project to turn in. Flying everywhere, and you know, short sh or short circuit everything. That's why I wanted. That's why I bought a new computer because I was like, I don't want this thing to explode. <laughs> this thing does not have the computing power. That but a it desktop does have has. a good computing power, but like, they're not the same level as like a, a desktop. PC, a PC, yeah. A PC has more cores, more everything. Yeah, I'm more sorry, nerd. Co more cores. Nerd talk. Anyways, yeah. it's more compute like processing units where you can gotcha. like do so multiple do you can oh, okay you can do more t it's like multitasking yeah exactly uh, okay well that makes more sense multitasking multi-threading yeah so. you know. <laughs> anyways uh, all right so i mentioned that that was really terrifying i was thinking the other day because somebody was talking to me about an interaction that they had with a ghost oh god well do, wait do you uh, first uh, let me ask this do you believe in ghosts oh yeah Hundred percent, because for one, when my cat stares in the corner of the room and then follows something, okay, no, no, I'm no, no, like, no. Ah, what's no, up there? No, 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 hang on. Cats are weird. I, I don't get me wrong. I like cats. I have cats, but cats do some weird stuff, man. But it, when, but when their eyes get big and you know that they see, maybe something, they see a bug that we can't see. Not when, no, when there's a bug, there's no way a bug can fly across the room that quick. They're I don't know, man. Scares the living crap out. I don't know. Maybe it hit a wind gust or something. Well, okay. <laughs> Let me put it this way. She doesn't do this at the new, this new place, mm -hmm. but at the old place, she did it all the time. And this place was made in like the forties. Mm -hmm. So like, it was freaky because she would <laughs> she would see something, and Logan and I were like, "There's something. Like, there's something in here." But did you ever feel a like a presence per let's se. put under, let's put it this way the there's noise that comes from under the ground like in like under like okay. we're in the basement and that's like there's we can't get down there there's no like crawl space or anything there is a crawl space but it's yeah. like you it's only for like the furnace and like just Something like still could have gotten in there i feel like well it's only through our 
So you have like a what? You have like a trap door in the middle of your house that you get to your furnace? Yeah. What? It's so old school. It's 1960s. Jeez. And when I mean... Is that where you hide all your dead bodies? Oh, God. It scares the crap out of me. What if there is dead bodies down there? You just don't know. But that's where it's like, I do believe in it. What about you? Do you believe Uh, I believe... Okay, I believe in there's... Well, okay, let me ask... Before I answer your question, let me ask a further question. Have you had, besides the cat or whatever and the noises that you've heard from your crawl space. Have you had any other interactions with what you cl- classify as like a paranormal event no. or anything? Well, no. I mean, maybe the TV here at this place would turn on and off, and then the toilet would flush, but other than that, no. Okay, the toilet, I don't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> faulty plumbing or something. The TV, maybe it's just a short circuit or something. Yeah. But there was one interaction that I had, and again, I so to answer your question, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, like at least evil ghosts. Well, there was one interaction that I had where I was in a house by myself, or there was maybe it was a big house. It was actually at uh, a fraternity house, and I was living there over a winter break or to train for a sport, and. The only people that were supposed to be there were, like, a few people that had mentioned, like, hey, I need to stay here for break or whatever because they couldn't travel home or they had other obligations, whatever it was. So I was pretty sure I was there by myself or may except for a few people. But I know for a fact that there wasn't anybody on the floor that I was living on. So on my floor, there's the kitchen. And next to the kitchen is the dining room and then past it is the door to go out of the house so i was going out for whatever reason or i was going up to somebody else's room whatever but i had to walk past the kitchen so i walk past the kitchen and as i'm walking by i hear a bunch of pots and pans rattling around and i was like oh maybe it's just like some somebody's in there somebody's in there or yeah gust of breeze came in or something like there the eyes was like oh there's got to be an explanation for this so I walk in, I walk into the kitchen, and I was like, is anybody in here? Nothing. Complete and utter silence. Did you see any of the pants? No, nothing was moving at all. Nothing was moving. So I walk in there, no pants moving, nobody answered me. I was like, oh, wait, there's a door down, like there's a stairs and there's a door down oh, to yeah, it and I know it opens up. About, yeah. yeah, so I was like, maybe somebody left it open and, a, you know, like I said, a breeze came through and knocked some things around. Went downstairs, door's locked absolutely nothing nobody was in there there was no place to hide because i checked all the places that somebody could hide there was nothing and i was like well that's weird but i don't count that as like i could see somebody saying that that's a paranormal activity because i've talked to people and they're like yeah you experienced a ghost i was like eh, i don't know if like if i would classify ghosts well okay, here's my theory i feel like you're more the person that needs to see it firsthand like you need to see the pan just initially just go and then you'd be like Okay, that's a ghost. I will say yes to that because I like to see things in order to believe them. But my other theory is that there. So we have all these sci-fi stuff. Like there's other dimension. Like Doctor Strange in the movie Doctor Strange, there was like this other dimension or whatever that Dormammu came from. 
let's say there are other dimensions in our reality, but we can't experience them for whatever reason, or we just haven't been able to yet. Like a deja vu moment. Yeah. My theory is that there, the interaction, the paranormal stuff that we experience mm-hmm. is people or beings from those other dimensions trying to interact in our dimension. And so the only way that they can do that, though, is by moving with material objects, but not humans. Yeah, but if, okay. If... Or not other creatures. In- inanimate objects, I sh- should say. But, but again, that's just my opinion, my theory. I'm not going to say that it is because, again, I'm I don't not, think anybody can be an expert on that. Yeah, there's no – I can't say there could be any expert on that at all. I don't all. know if there's a science really to it. No. I mean, there's those fake ghost hunters, which drives me absolutely insane. <laughs> but as a kid, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> but what scares me is, like, like, the video, like, for example, there's a video on Twitter that I – explicitly remember that this person went into this abandoned cave or not mm-hmm. cave but it was a mining like a mine shaft yeah abandoned mine, sh- mine shaft yeah and so what terrifies me is which makes me believe in like ghosts ghosts and other paranormal things is that this guy traveled not too deep into it but like deep enough where it was dark enough where you can't right. see much so there's these chains hanging from the ceiling okay and you don't think much of it, but right. he keeps going in, and then he's like zooms in. I'm getting chills by. <laughs> You're getting. I can see the goosebumps going off your but eyes I, just I, by thinking about this. But he zoomed in. And he was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Okay, what?" what <laughs> I'm like, I'm You're, like, You're already like, like crouching down in, a little bit. I'm like looking in. I'm like, "What is that?" Like, what is he doing? And he finally zoomed in, and like it finally cleared up. It was a singular chain around multiple and it was swinging from ceiling to ceiling like mm-hmm. science like physically that cannot continually keep going before it would slow down but it was there was chains on each side like surrounding it mm-hmm. and there's that one chain just going from ceiling to ceiling and that like cuz i was like there's no other like you don't think there's any explanation for it, and but that's that's the thing is where you don't see the need for any other explanation. I'm like, there has to be something. Well, that's the thing. It's like I'm thinking that too. Like that maybe there's some kind of like magnetic like pull on that one, but like mm-hmm. if that would, that would be pulling other ones as well. It's just yeah, like, but uh, yeah, and again, I'm not an expert or anything, so I can't and I can't claim to be. But in my mind, I'm always just like. There has to be something that we just can't observe or we aren't paying attention enough to. And that's just like... But, I mean, like, also, there's that thought... There's just stuff out there that you just can't understand or fathom. Which I am... I mean, there's like... Like, for example, when I was explaining to Brandy uh, that there's this new computer that... I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a... It's one of those quantum computers. Yeah, quantum computing. Yeah. Quantum computing, like, something that would normally take the fastest supercomputer that can do any computation in the world right now. a fraction of the So, yeah, so it normally would take this one computation 10,000 years to compute. 
with the quantum computer, it can do it in 200 seconds. Jeez, Louise. That's where it's like, it's like there's things that you can't explain. But for like the people that know that can explain that. But like I can't explain that. And there's some things that people, honest to God, cannot explain how smart you can get. It's like, I feel like that's one of the things, like, could be a ghost, but you can't explain it. You can't physically explain that, but at the same time, you can't, like, not say that it's not that either. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's in the middle ground where you're just like, oh, it could be this, or it could not it be could that. Be, you yeah. don't know. And that's where it's like... You would like to think that there's a scientifically proven thing, but at the same time, I was like, eh, maybe it's well, not. I mean, yeah, and there's well, and that's like we're always making scientific discoveries, so that's why I'm always led to believe that there is an explanation for it. We just haven't arrived at it yet because we just can't like we can't explain it. Yeah, well, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those things. Well, we should probably wrap up. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Drink and Think. We'll catch you later. Have fun.